Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. As ever, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, how's it going? Thanks to everyone who listened again last week as usual. Oh, it's a tough weekend there, wasn't it? Favourites were dropping like flies. Terrible. Terrible weekend. As ever, we had a scour on Twitter and stuff and you know, no one had won, no one was tweeting bet slips. Did you say you knew one guy? Yeah, one or guy who uh, managed to land, I think, six away teams on an acker, which is bloody crazy. incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Favourites are falling all over the place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, really, we were absolutely nowhere near. But it's just one of those weeks. Like, sometimes it happens. You know, the games we picked, teams should have won. They didn't. Bucky's won this week, but uh, we can move on. Teams like Blackburn, Charlton, Chelsea, Leeds, Sheffield United, all you think were should have won, didn't. I'd say uh, it was the old Swamp Donkey X League 2, which was really the only <laughs> league where things actually went according to the form book. Oh yeah, she uh, slid into our DMs, didn't she, and uh, reminded us she's still around. <laughs> she did. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, dumping your girlfriend to see her go out, get a makeover, a boob job and start dating Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. It is. Taunting us. It is. Because New Bird, League One, was a joke. <laughs> so, yeah, not ideal. But, uh, you know, new week, new opportunity. Exactly. You know, we always say that. So, you know, let's uh, let's dive in. And by the way, there is some opportunity this weekend, Profit Chaser. So, don't be downbeat. No, we've won two in a row. So, we, obviously, the winning streak couldn't go on forever. Back on the horse and back to winning and profitable ways, hopefully, this weekend. So let's go straight into the Premier League. And it's an action-packed Saturday this weekend with 16 teams playing. They've got one game on Sunday and one game on MNF. So the first game is West Ham, and they're at home to Tottenham. You get West Ham at 5-1. to one. The draw is 14-5, to five, and Tottenham are 4-7. to seven. I think Spurs will be happy to be getting away from Wembley. Yeah. We had this conversation, didn't we, on the uh, on the podcast last week. I said, you just can't bet four Spurs at home at the moment. No. You just can't do it. It's just not worth it. Like The price you get is nowhere near what you'd be looking for. And uh, it carries an element of risk. And Swansea were absolutely man-mountains at the back. Oh, yeah. And although Spurs failed, Swansea deserved a point. Yeah. They really did. So, uh, yeah, it's not really the uh, start that Pochettino and uh, and Spurs would have wanted, is it? No, they've flipped their form around from last season, haven't they? Because, obviously, they were so strong at White Hart Lane last season, not so good away. Now, it's they can't wait for the away games to roll around because the Wembley form terrible. Yeah, and it's so weird. And it is weird. If any, if any team knows all about that, it's West Ham because they yeah. went through... Exactly the same thing last year. You know, they're starting to put that way behind them now. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. It's just... So weird. I honestly, I honestly don't know what it is. It's still a pitch. The dimensions, everything, they did it exactly like White Hart Lane. They yeah. did their best to make it exactly how it should be. But it's, it's not going right. No, just perhaps a psychological thing or something. But... Uh... It's really weird, really weird, because after the win midweek against Dortmund, everybody thought, oh, that's it, the hoodoo is gone. Oh, yeah. 
But along comes Swansea, 0-0. We're recording this on Tuesday evening, so we've seen the Carabao Cup results and they've just yeah. squeezed out a 1-0 against Barnsley. Yeah, so no idea what's going on. I mean, in terms of this game, I wouldn't want to bet on it either way. The one thing that does kind of... I did a bit of research earlier. And one thing I do like is West Ham double chance. Right, OK. So I, I quite like the idea of West Ham double chance, which is 11-8, to 8, which is a decent price, I think. But yeah, I, I don't fancy Spurs to go there and win, to be honest. Mm, I'd personally have this down as a Spurs win, but uh, last season, West Ham did beat Spurs at the at the London Stadium 1-0, but... I'd go for Spurs, but it's not something that I will be putting on any accumulators because I'm not so certain about it anyway. No, it's 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 a derby as well, remember? Like these fans genuinely are rivals and they genuinely don't like each other. And uh I think Billich will be more up for that than Pochettino and Yeah, to be honest, I, I would fancy West Ham not to be beaten. Fair enough then. Let's go on to the three o'clock kickoffs, and to start us off, we've got Burnley at home to Huddersfield. Burnley twenty-three to twenty, the draw eleven to five. Huddersfield five to two. How can you see this one going? Burnley win for me. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I said on the show last week. I really think Burnley have gone up a, a new level. They obviously recently they got that draw at Anfield which we said they were more than capable of doing. As Tom said, we're recording this as a Carabao Cup has just finished slash going on. Right now, they're in extra time with Leeds, but they have rested a few players and Leeds are no mugs. Huddersfield started off with a bang. They're slowly kind of dropping off a tiny bit. They still only lost the one uh, way at West Ham, but yeah, I fancy Burnley to, to get a victory here. Yep, I completely agree, mate. Burnley, who was so often chastised last season for being dreadful away from home, they've had a probably the hardest start away from home of any team in the league. They've played away at Chelsea and won. They've played away at Spurs and got a point, and played away at Liverpool and got a point. So it's such a turnaround from last season. Yeah, it's it's really uh, really quite quite refreshing to see. I really like Burnley and everything they. They do. Uh, they are a little bit dull sometimes, but you know that that's all down to style and that's all down to Daesh doing what he can do with what he's got. So you know they can't always be flamboyant, but uh, yeah, I fancy Burnley to win this one. I think uh, maybe two one or something like that. Huddersfield won't roll over, but I think Burnley will beat them. Yeah, completely agree. Let's move on then to. Everton at home to Bournemouth. Jesus Christ, Everton are in the right state at the moment, aren't they? Terrible. Terrible. And like I said, I cannot wait to find those guys, the two guys that bet me 50 quid each that Everton (laughs) would crack the top six. Where are you now? Let's be having you. Because because Everton are a joke. A team team that costs more than Bayern Munich's. Jesus Christ. I've won one game this season. They're in complete disarray. Got absolutely panned in the Europa League. They're only above Bournemouth and Palace in the league. They're 18th. Um, so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. And on the other side, you've got Bournemouth. Uh, you know they they managed to get their victory victories against Brighton. So one in the league, one in the uh, 
Carabao Cup. So Bournemouth, you know, they've just started to pick something up, but I, I wouldn't want to call this at all. How can you? No, you, you just can't back Everton outright following their dreadful run of form. They're 8-13 to for this game, so pretty big odds on. In the last four games, they've conceded 12 goals, scored none. It's, uh, no, not for me whatsoever. Koeman is saying that top seven would be a success for Everton this season, but is it really after spending £140 million? That sounds like a bit of a failure to me to spend that much money and then not improve on last season. Yeah, um, 100%. It's not looking good, is it? It's, uh, it kind of reminds me of when Spurs sold Bale. They kind of bought pieces. They didn't buy anyone yeah. to replace Bale. And Everton have kind of done the same with Lukaku. They've they bought good squad players, but uh, no one to replace his goals. And that's what they're sorely lacking at the moment. Yeah, 100%. Rooney, I love the signing. I think you know, he's going to be worth his weight in gold. Is he going to match Lukaku's goals? Of course he's not. Not anymore his time has been and gone at that kind of yeah. ratio he'll offer them you know alternate alternate things yeah it's it's the sharp end but it's also at the back and the team in general is so toothless yeah it is they like Swansea you'd imagine Swansea to be kind of a little bit toothless but look at the grit and the determination they showed away at Spurs and sure. God do do Everton need that now? In terms of betting on this game, is there anything at all you, you'd look towards? Zero. I'd go f- probably for both teams to score at four to five. Um, historically, this fixture does have a lot of goals in it. It was 6-3 last season at Goodison, so uh, there is history behind that. Defoe got his first goal, well, first goal since 2001 or something like that. Bournemouth for their first goal of the season so you know he's a purple patch player as well so yeah uh, yeah I can, I can see that happening but no nah, it, it's just too unpredictable for me and it, it's just not something that I'm interested in no I agree mate okay up next we need to hide your kids get the ambulances on standby <laughs> because there could be a massacre at the Etihad this Saturday <laughs> buddy there's gonna be an absolute massacre <laughs> it's you've a- got this could not be a more unfair Premier League fixture right now. <laughs> it's at Manchester City, a home to Crystal Palace. So you can get Man City at the very attractive odds of 1-7. to seven. The draw is 7-1 to one, and Crystal Palace are uh, a tight 14-1. to 14-1 in a Premier League fixture? That's not OK. So obviously... We all know Man City are absolutely flying. We all know Palace are on the floor. However, let me just read out the last four results at the Etihad between these two teams. It's been Man City 3, Palace 0. Man City 5, Palace (laughs) 1. Man City 4, Palace 0. Man City 5, Palace 0. Jesus Christ. An aggregate score of 17-1. (laughs) <laughs> um, so you've got you've got history telling you that Man City are going to win by a landslide you've got City top of the league absolutely smashing it yeah. uh, looking unstoppable right now 11 goals uh, in two Premier League games unreal and you've got Palace worst start in Premier League history worse than Derby counties remember 
and they finish with 11 points. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an absolute mismatch. Is there anything that you would bet on? I think I found some great little bit of value here uh, in the handicap market. A minus two is 21 to 20. Oh, buddy, get it on. Not bad, that, is it? I can see that big time. I know Hodgson's going to go there. He's going to plonk 11 men behind the ball. But let's be real. They're not going to keep City out. No, no chance. Way. No way. Absolutely no way. Yeah. Biggest biggest banker of the whole weekend, this is. Yeah. Completely agree. It's not looking good for Palace, is it? Obviously, City this weekend. After that, they've got games against Chelsea and Man United. They could really easily have played eight games and still be on no points. Yeah, they're in serious trouble. Really serious trouble. The team has... It was dreadful at the back last season. Let's be honest. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they managed to be sharp enough at the right end to, you know, be okay. But yeah. now they're awful at the back and terrible going forward. Yeah. Uh, hardly any players can take any credit so far this season, if anyone... Yeah, it's an, it is nothing short of totally embarrassing. No, completely agree, mate. Let's move on then from Man City, who we fully expect to hammer Palace, and go on to Southampton versus Man United. Southampton are fifteen to four. The draw is twelve to five, and United are a four to five favourites. And for me, that's quite a generous price for United because I can see them just getting out a steady, comfortable two 0 here. Yeah, 100%. I can see United winning. And yeah, 4-5 to five is pretty attractive. It is. You know, that's not far off evens. No. Um, Pogba is injured. We don't know how long it's for. I think the rumours about six weeks or so. Yeah. That's a big, big miss because he's been really good to watch this season. But, you know, they're, they're just going to bring in a character. They could, there's so many players that could bring in that position. Yeah. Southampton, obviously, they got a win last week against the hapless Palace in Roy Dubois' first game. <laughs> but yeah, United will steamroll this. Uh, uh, steamroll, maybe a bit over-exaggerating, but 2-3-0, two, two, uh, yeah. I can see. Yeah, definitely. Southampton's home struggles have been well documented. I think it's uh, they failed to score a goal in seven of their last eight home games now. And uh, against the mean Man United defence, you can't really see them getting any this weekend either nah not at all Southampton you know played two drew two lost one both victories one against Palace one against West Ham where they you know had two penalties in that game yeah it's hardly convincing yeah for me United 4-5 to five, very attractive price on to Stoke against Chelsea then so this is also at 3 o'clock uh, Stoke are 19-4 to four. the draw is 14-5 to five. And Chelsea a three to five. We've seen what a tough place the Bet Three Six Five Stadium is for these top sides to go. Man United have drawn there. Arsenal have already been beaten there. Tough one to call, I think. Yeah, tough one to call. Chelsea three to five makes it a little bit uh, unattractive for me to bet on them. Yeah. I don't know Stoke. Yeah, they were really unlucky against Newcastle as well. Both teams had a lot of chances. That game could really gone either way. Let's be honest. Yeah. But yeah, at home, like you said, they've been they've been really solid. Really, uh, really solid. I agree with you though. I think okay. Chelsea at three to five, it's not that attractive. I think those odds don't really reward the risk 
that come with uh, players Stoke no. at home. No, they don't. And, uh, you know, Stoke and Omar, it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, the Pulis days. Yeah. Where everyone was terrified to go to Stoke. Yeah, yeah. And there was all that, that whole, like, Tuesday night, Stoke away, can he do it on a cold Tuesday? And, like, <laughs> you know, that that's almost back now. So if you do fancy an upset, something that, which has been quite a topic on the Football Betting Podcast, is Stoke double chance. So that means Stoke or draw. You can get that 11 to 8 if you fancy that. See it happening, probably wouldn't tip it, but worth an outsider if you fancy that. Yep, completely agree. Definitely see it happening after the results against United and Arsenal. But um, anyway, I'd probably avoid putting that on an accumulator, unless it was an outside accumulator, like you just said. On to yep. the final 3 o'clock kickoff then, and that's Swansea at home to Watford. Swansea 13-10, to 10, the draw 9-4, to 4, Watford 21-10. to 10. Now, another one that's I think is a tough one to call, and I'm going to fence it on this and say draw. I'm also going to pick the splinters out of my arse <laughs> and say and say draw. Um, Swansea and Watford, arguably the two most improved sides of this season so far. You know, Swansea, they had that hiccup against Newcastle and they were embarrassing on the opening day. But they have picked up a few impressive victories. They've got some nice players who are trying to get a little bit sharper. Watford, absolutely humiliated uh, at home to City, just when I thought you know, they might cause a little problem for City. Got slapped yeah. 6-0. Yeah. So, <laughs> didn't see, not a great tip. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, I, I would also go down the, down the middle and go 9-4 to four draw. I'd be concerned with Watford, how they'll respond to that 6-0 thrashing. And then, on the flip side, how Boyd Swansea will be feeling after their backs to the walls 0-0 against Spurs. Historically, this game is low on goals. You've got to go all the way back to 2010 to find a match between these two sides that's had over 2.5 goals. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a long Very time. tight. Yeah, so under 2.5 if you fancy that streak to continue this weekend, that's 31 to 40. Yeah, I can see that. I think it'll be a tight affair. The one thing I think is Paul Clement will really want to make amends to the home fans after that uh, Newcastle defeat. So, uh, yeah, I would make Swansea slight favourites yeah. just because, you know, they're coming off the back of contrasting results. But, yeah, not one that I would tip. No, nor me. On to the evening kickoff then. That's Leicester at home to Liverpool. I think this one's going to be a really entertaining game. I can definitely see both sides getting on the score sheet here. Instant replay, pretty much, of the Carabao Cup. Yeah. On TV again as well. Um, so, you know, a bit of an odd thing going on there. But, um, yeah, Leicester won that game in the Cup 2-0. Slightly weakened teams for both. However, Liverpool did play Coutinho. And Liverpool in the last three games... Lost Drew Drew. So they're on a little wobble. Both teams to score for me is a definite. Result-wise, can you go for Liverpool? I don't think you can. No, you, you can't for me either. I think uh, their recent results after such an explosive start, slightly concern me. They're stuttering a little bit. Again, Leicester, they've not had the best start, but we know they're capable of beating anybody on their day, especially at home. Uh, I think both teams to score at four to six is definitely the one to go for for me. 
yeah, seventeen to twenty for Liverpool doesn't entice me. Three to yeah. one tempts me for Leicester, but if I think with my uh, if I think with my head rather than my wallet, I'd probably say leave it alone. Yeah, definitely. On to Sunday then. There's just the one game on Sunday. That's at four o'clock. And that's Battle of the Newly Promoted Size. That's Brighton at home to Newcastle. Brighton 13-8, the draw 21-10, Newcastle 7-4. What a difference a couple of weeks makes, because now Newcastle are in the Champions League spots. Crazy. I remember me and you made our predictions uh, for the Premier League. You had them kind of, I think it was about 16th. Yeah. And I had them about 10th. And after the first couple of weeks... I, I was embarrassed. Yeah. I thought, what a stupid prediction. Now, as as you said, they're absolutely flying. They're five points better off than Everton. They really? are ten goals better off than Everton. Sorry to pick on Everton, but it's the best example. They're above, you know, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, West Ham, all these teams. And, yeah, it's the whole mood's changed changed at St James's Park. It has. Yeah, really has. Turn it right around with three successive wins. I'm going to stick my neck out here and say they're going to win again against Brighton. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too confident on that personally. Brighton have shown a little bit, especially at home. Um, Pascal Gross looks a very good player. I know he had a little knock, so I'm not sure if he's going to be fit or not. You know, that'll be a big kind of indication as to which way this game will go because yeah. uh, I think he's that important for them but yeah I can definitely see Newcastle stealing it yeah it's, it's not something that I'd uh, really strongly tip or anything but if I had to pick out of the three uh, Brighton draw Newcastle I'd go for Newcastle yeah I mean Newcastle went there last year didn't they and uh, Bright, everyone was expecting Brighton to beat them Newcastle were kind of up against it a little bit because they hadn't quite performed. Yeah. And Brighton was storming the league unexpectedly a little bit. And uh, Newcastle went there, beat them 2-1. So, little omen there. On to MNF then. Monday Night Football. We've got Arsenal at home to West Brom. Arsenal 3-10. The draw 19-4. And the boing boing baggies are 7-1. How can you see this one going? I can see that this is the worst price of the whole weekend. <laughs> Three to ten. Three to ten for Arsenal. Unbelievable. That That's just st- stupid. I think they will win. But, my God, three to ten for yeah. a, a little bit of a wobbly Arsenal against a, you know, a no-mug West Brom. No, Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> West Brom are certainly not going to make it easy for them, are they? They're going to be lumping in cross after cross, getting their big men up for the set pieces, you know, harassing, oh, yeah. bullying. Oh yeah, you can see you can see West Brom really, really, really doing the business, especially at set pieces, like you said. So yeah, could not want to bet on that game any less, to be honest. No, not attractive whatsoever. Uh, let's get out, let's get out of the Premier League after that because that's. That's left a sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> okay, then. What better place to start in the championship than at Derby against Birmingham? It's uh, so long for, for Harry. Yeah, I think I know which way you're going to go here. Birmingham have lost their last six games. Didn't strengthen in the right places. Didn't get the players they wanted. 
chased weird names. It was just a mess from the off. Mm. And again, another returner, Gary Rowett, playing against his former club. Yep. So yeah, I fully expect Derby to stick it to them and they are three to four to do so. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty decent price for me. Just focusing on Redknapp for a moment. He's brought in 14 new players over the summer, which is a huge amount of change at the club. And now he's been sacked after, what, eight games? Someone else has got to pick up all his players and then try and do their own things with Redknapp's players. And I just can't see it working. No, they're in big trouble. Big trouble. Uh, me and you laughed at the fact that they were something like ninth favourites for promotion oh, yeah. or something like that. Hilarious. And we're being proved right. It's yeah. an absolute farce at yeah. that club. And since the Chinese owners came in, they've been pathetic. Absolutely. Obviously had the uh, ill-fated raid of Zola. And then they went for the star name approach with Redknapp. Not worked at all either. They should have just stuck with Rowett, and I bet he's laughing that he's got out of that club. Oh, yeah, because he's a, a Derby County side that have got a very realistic opportunity of getting in the playoffs. And everything's settled. They've backed him. He's got good players. Oh, yeah, he's he's in a much better place at Derby than he, than he was with them. On to the other games then. What ones stand out for you this weekend in the champ? I think you've got to... Uh, got to go to Molyneux aren't you oh yeah Wolves Barnsley Wolves little bit of an unappetising 2-5 to five, not going to lie to you nah but you know I think they will do the business they're in second they're only off the top on goal difference a lot of goals by the way 6 but still Barnsley really struggling especially away from home uh, home is a little bit more secure for them but yeah, Wolves for me, they got a very impressive victory away at Forest. And uh, yeah, I think they'll do the business. Saying that, did not know that Barnsley went to Wolves last season and won 4-0. I completely forgot all about that. That is, uh, <laughs> I can't see that happening this season. If it does, no. I'll be really surprised. But Yeah, just something I saw that shocked me a little bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, fancy Wolves. Away from that, I think it is a little bit of a tight a tight weekend you know you can look at Leeds they've got a, I can't believe Ipswich are still fifth Preston fourth Cardiff third Sheffield United sixth it's a very odd top six yeah if, if Ipswich they, they've played seven games so far most other teams above them have played eight if they were to win that game in hand say they played it tomorrow they'd go top That that's crazy yeah. I thought they were going to be in huge relegation trouble this year yeah absolutely madness but, I just want to say a little word on Ipswich. That is the biggest advertisement for sticking with a manager. Oh, yeah. If I was Ipswich chairman last year, yeah. I would have sacked him 100%. Yeah. I don't and think any fans would have complained about that either. Nah, and they haven't. And you know what? For Mick McCarthy's sake, I hope it continues because I do like him as a manager. Yeah, me uh, And yeah, they could go top, like you said. It's, it's crazy, so... I don't think you can fancy that, really. No. Um, is there any that you would like to champion? I've got a couple here, other than what we've mentioned already. Um, Preston at home to Millwall is one. Preston are 21-20. to 20, So Preston are still unbeaten at home since January, and they've recently claimed the scalp of Cardiff 3-0, which is a really impressive result there. Millwall were 
Granted, they were great last weekend. They beat Leeds at home 1-0. Great result, completely nullified Leeds, but their away form is badly letting them down and they're winless in all five away games they've played so far this season. And I can certainly see Preston doing the job there just over evens. And finally, QPR at home to Burton. QPR are another team that are unbeaten at home in the league and, uh, as we said, define lots of people's pre-season expectations. And they're 8-13. to 13. Yeah, really like the Preston shout. 100%. I think, I think they'll do the business. Just a word, it's a big weekend for Sheffield. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Steel City derby is back. Yeah. Um, it's a 1-15 kickoff. It's live on Sky Sports. Sheffield Wednesday, 21-20. to 20. Uh, the draw, 12 to 5. And the away side, Sheffield United, 13 to 5. Would you bet on it? Are you just intrigued? Do you have a team that you would like to like to win? Oh, 100%. 100%, 100% I've got a team that I'd like to win. And that is Sheffield Wednesday. After last weekend, when Sheffield United lost for me on the bomb-proof treble, after 10 straight wins at home before last Saturday... Yeah, that, that's left a bitter taste, hasn't it? A very bitter taste. Very bitter. <laughs> it's like I've eaten a whole bag of lemons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, in, I think it'll be a great game. you yeah. got Sheffield United. They're doing really well. I remember they're newly promoted. It's, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. easy to forget. They're sixth Wednesday and ninth. So, yeah, I think it'll be a really good game. I have no idea where this game's gonna go no nor me nor me absolutely not Um, could see all three results uh, easily yeah and there's not really any kind of recent form to go off in this game because it's the first Sheffield derby for over five years yeah so no one knows I'm sure the intrigue is going to be absolutely huge Uh, I'm interested you know I have no connections to either club uh, especially not United but um, yeah I'm, I'm really interested to see what's going on. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game nonetheless. Um, yes. Just want to say uh, one word on the mighty Nottingham Forest, which is something that I picked up on earlier this week, is that Forest are actually the only team this season to beat the League One juggernauts that are Shrewsbury. <laughs> Playing at our level, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Playing at our level, it looks like. I think that just shows um, how good we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, moving on to Shrewsbury. Uh, they've actually got a monumental game this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are at home to League One heavyweights, former Premier League champions, former world transfer record breakers, Blackburn Rovers. You know, Blackburn were firing until they lost last week, uh, which was hugely disappointing. Hugely. Um, Although, hugely. not entirely unexpected, because I don't know if anybody remembers, when we were reading, we were telling people, we've waited a couple of weeks to see if Blackburn has sorted themselves out. They have, they've won four in a row. Now we'll put them on the bomb-proof treble this weekend, we'll tip them this weekend. Surely that'll mean they'll lose. I said those exact words. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Yeah, I had Blackburn. I think if I didn't have them, you'd you'd yeah, have them. I would have had them. Yeah, yeah. But Shrewsbury won again. They won again, yeah. and um, they are now three points clear of Wigan Athletic. Wigan have just played their game against Northampton. 
so now all the games are even at the top, and Shrewsbury are three points clear. They are two to one to beat Blackburn. The draw is twelve to five. Blackburn thirteen to ten. Are you going to go down the side of the Shrews? Uh, if I had to pick, yeah, I'd, I'd certainly pick Shrewsbury. But I feel like me saying that would just go and mean Blackburn will win. But <laughs> I'd love the yeah. Shrews to win. <laughs> yeah, Shrews are the uh, neutrals' favourite this year, and this is fantastic for betting because they're still, you know, still early. They're still. Obviously, Shrewsbury, they've been near the bottom for year after year. Yeah. We're going to get good prices on them for a long time. Yeah, definitely. And that's uh, evident again with the two to one you can get this weekend. Yes. Any others that you had in League One? Uh, I've got a few. So, Oxford at home to Walsall, Oxford at four to five. They're unbeaten at home in four games so far. On the other hand, Walsall are winless away in their four games away from home. So I can see a steady, comfortable Oxford win there. I also think Rotherham are going to beat the old uh, bullied school kids, Oldham. Rotherham aren't yeah. the best price. They're 13 to 20, but Oldham are just crap, aren't they? Bottom of the league. They've had their one win a couple of weeks ago, but now it's uh, back to picking on them again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're back to being crap, 100%. <laughs> um, they need to just move school, don't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. If I, if I was Oldham's mum or dad, I'd be writing letters to the principal. Get him out there. And to be honest, if they wait till May, they will be in a new school. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. So, uh, yeah, not long left for this term. And then they, I'm pretty confident they will be at a new school. Yeah. Um, I don't want to take them all. Are there any more that, that you like the look of? Yeah, sure. So I'll pick up with Fleetwood. Yep. So really like the look of Fleetwood to beat Southend. So obviously Fleetwood, they are sat in a comfortable eighth. They have got a game in hand, so they could go up to sixth with a victory. Southend are yeah, really struggling this season. They had a good year last year, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did, uh, a really good year. Yeah, yeah and I, I honestly don't know what's going on there. I think uh, last, but... last season they were carrying the momentum of getting promoted from League Two uh, and perhaps that took them up yeah. to the verge of the playoffs. Now it's all kind of just settled down a bit. Yeah, you know, no wins in their last six for Southend and only one draw in their last four away games. The rest have been defeats. So yeah, Fleetwood 5-4 to four for me. Apart from that, not really sure uh, if there's much else in League One, actually, this weekend. I think we've covered everything, I, in my opinion. I just want to get your opinion on Charlton. They're at home to Bury, and they're 7-10. to 10. Obviously, Charlton started the season really well. and We tipped them numerous weeks in a row. They duly won for us or numerous weeks in a row. But recently, they've hit a little bit of a sticky patch. But do you trust yeah. them to beat Bury, who are pretty shocking? Yeah, obviously, of course I fancy them, like, more regarding Berry's woefulness. But Charlton, I don't know, I just don't want to tip them too heavily, just down to, you know, the fact they've had a, a slight wobble. I think they will win. 7-10 to 10 isn't really a price that interests me too much. No, no, I completely agree, especially because it's not a particularly nailed-on thing with their recent two losses. That's all from me from a lovely League One this week. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's me done. 
Right, let's move on to the X. League 2. Anything stands out for you here? Swamp Donkey League 2. <laughs> um, how can you not fancy Notts County right now? Oh, yeah, they are flying. Absolutely flying. It's so good to see. You know, I do fancy him. Not so 31 to 20. Uh, unusual price. But, yeah, 31 to 20. One word of caution, Lincoln have won their last three games away. Mm. It's home where they're a little bit sticky, but not so super good at home. Uh, and I expect them to do the business at Meadow Lane. Yep. Uh, probably looking at Newport as well. Newport to beat Grimsby for me. Newport, you know, they had a fantastic start. They fell off a little bit. And Grimsby have slightly picked up. So I think it'll be quite an even game. Uh, but I do fancy Newport to get the victory there, 23-20. to 20. Um, Just a little word. If you're thinking about going to Newport against Grimsby, I would run a million miles. <laughs> the last four games between these at Newport, 0-0, 0-0, 1-0. Nil nil. So I would Jesus. run. I would run a mile because that is absolutely filthy. Yeah, I want to sell it, your ticket now. Oh God, get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> definitely uh, one price that I think is actually really quite enticing, and I know you're not going to trust them again. But Accrington Stanley. Oh God. Nineteen to twenty at home to Cheltenham Town. And if it wasn't Accrington, let's say they were called, I don't know, the red team. <laughs> red team, a third. Okay, they're third in the league. Cheltenham, 21st. Yeah. Okay, how can you not fancy red team? No. As soon as you put the, the label Accrington on, you run a mile. Yeah, no, um, I certainly think when you put it like that, the red team are, are good odds at 19 to 20. <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're fantastic <laughs> odds. Um, and I really, really, really do fancy them yeah. uh, to get their business done. I'll let you take over if there's if there's uh, more to come from you. Another one that I think is good odds, obviously, you've got Exeter. They're away at Coventry. So Coventry aren't doing bad. They're, they're all right. They're in sixth position. But Exeter are running away with it. Played eight, won seven, drew one. Best goal difference in the league? And they're within the automatic promotion places by eight points already, which is huge after just eight games in. They're twenty-one to ten, so just over two to one away at Coventry, um, and I think that's excellent value. Good bit of research gone into that. I like it. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Other than that, one more thing I just need to say before we leave League Two is that I just want to apologise to uh, all supporters of Stevenage. Anybody who had Stevenage on a bet last week, because once again, the Tom Pipkin Stevenage curse struck big time last weekend. Struck hugely. It did. Hugely. So it, it's, it's getting weird. It is. Last weekend, I decided to put Stevenage on another accumulator, a little bit of an outsider accumulator. If anyone doesn't remember, last week on the podcast, I did a bit of research so Stevenage were away at Swindon and they were 23 to 10. Swindon had won two home games since last November, the most recent one being in March. That's like six months since they last won at home. 
So typically, I bet on Stevenage last weekend, and what happened? Swindon won. Unbelievable. Un- it, it's crazy. And, you know, I'm sure everyone will appreciate your... Uh, will appreciate your apology. Yeah. yeah I think it, I think it'll go a long way, Tom. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, th- uh, I think that was, that was very manly of you. Thanks, mate. So, just to let everyone know, feel free to bet on Stevenage this weekend. They'll probably win, so I'm not going to go anywhere near him. <laughs> he's, he's not going to go near him, Profit Chasers. So, uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Everything's going to be gravy. <laughs> but, uh, apart from that, for me, I think that is League 2 pretty much wrapped up. Yeah, the final thing I'd like to point out is that the teams occupying 23rd and 24th in the league, that's Chesterfield and Port Vale, have both sat their managers as of uh, the start of this week. So uh, we'll be interested to see if they have any new manager effect, whoever does end up coming in, but they certainly need to have it. Oh yeah, and I mean, uh, it's imperative not to fall out the league. It's imperative, it's so important, so... Falling out of the Premier League is bad, but you know if you're in the Championship and etc. etc. But non-league is just a whole new world. Yeah, and I understand when people sack their managers more than any other position when it's down there. Yeah, completely agree. I, I really do. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the Chesterfield manager, whoever it is, if they get someone in. They're away at Luton, which is not gonna be easy. Port Vale away at Yeovil, slightly more winnable, but uh, yeah, it's going to be tough starts for both managers if they get someone uh, in time for the weekend. 100%. So uh, I think that wraps up all of the leagues. So as we said, still there's plenty of opportunity out there. We're not quite so much as we thought last week, but then, hey, we saw how last week turned out. So Yeah, uh, last week looked like a buffet. It did. It honestly did look like a buffet of opportunity and you can just go out yourself. Yeah. Just get as much as you need because, you know, it's never going to run out. But uh, this week is a little bit more posh restaurant, you yeah. know. Fine you order, your, order your meal, you get a lettuce leaf and a whiff of beef, uh, but <laughs> you still get something. It's still possible. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> brings us on nicely to the bomb-proof travels for this week. <laughs> yes. So here's the, the main course of the Football Betting Podcast show. Um, so you've had the starters, and here it comes. It is the best part of the show for everyone. This is where we give you our guidance, our wisdom, our knowledge. We pick out three teams each that we think are going to win, and we combine them into a bomb-proof treble, tip them out to you guys, um, and then hopefully we can win you some profit. Yep. So at the end of the season... We're going to count up how much we would have won as a pair, you know, as a show. And we're also doing a little head-to-head, which you can follow on the website. Tom, I think you should go first this week. Yep, absolutely. So uh, for my bomb-proof treble this week, I'm going to go for Man City minus six. And that's uh, uh, 10 to... (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, biggest banker of the weekend. So I couldn't blame you. (laughs) No, I'm not actually going for that. The actual bomb-proof treble this week is Oxford, and they're at home to Walsall, and they're 4-5. to five. We're also going for Manchester United, away at Southampton, again at 4-5. to five. And then finally, we're going for Preston, at home to Millwall, and they're 21-20. to 20. And £10 pays £66. I've, I've really reined it back in this weekend. 
yeah, yeah. After a uh, quarter of a million, you were returning last week yeah, or whatever. It got it was. a bit out of hand. I got it, a bit it, carried it away by the bit, Jimmy Floyd effect. Yeah. To be honest, though, like we we spoke about it off air. You know, shall we tip a bombproof trouble that returns such you know high money for our kind of show? Yeah. And we honestly thought that all three teams would win, so why not? Yeah, uh, exactly. We would have tipped that if it returned 70. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, reining it back in a little bit, I understand. I am going to see that, and I'm going to respond with Derby County. Uh, they're 5-6, to six, and they're at home against managerless Birmingham City. I'm going to go for Rotherham. They're at home against the bullied Oldham. Athletic, they're four to six, and I'm also going to go for Fleetwood, who are at home to a struggling Southend United, and yeah. they're thirteen to ten. And ten pounds on that pays a very nice sixty-nine pounds. Ooh, just going to beat me, aren't you? Ooh. Just, just a smidge, just a smidge. <laughs> but uh, yeah, three home sides for me. Um, oh, a bonus. Two of them against teams in absolute disarray. Uh, yeah. South End, I wouldn't describe them as disarray, uh, but you know they're struggling a bit. So yeah, really fancy that to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a, a really good trouble. I think I can see definitely at least one winning. I'd just like to point out to any new listeners on the show that we've done what seven podcasts this season. We've had winning trebles on three of those podcasts. So so pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, you know, this is gambling, so. We're not gonna we're not gonna guarantee winners every week, uh, but you know we will certainly. I can almost guarantee that we will cover losses and make profit oh, uh, by the end of the season, guaranteed. Yeah. So uh, well into profit already this season. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I think both are backable as ever. Every week we back each other's. So yeah, they're the bombproof travels for this week. Away from the show, the podcast doesn't stop. You can get in touch with us in numerous ways. The best way is to get in touch with us on our Twitter account. We're very active on Twitter. Uh, so it's T underscore FB podcast. Feel free to share bet slips, uh, you know, football news, ask us questions, whatever it is that you want to tweet us. That's the best way to get at us. We have a Facebook page as well, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. Uh, we have a website, which we're in the process of uploading a little bit more content to. Yep. Watch this space. Uh, so that is www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. And we have an email address. So if you want to send us a little email, it's footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. And uh, as ever, if you do like the show, please subscribe. Please give us a rating and review just to let us know how much you enjoy it. We'd really appreciate that. And I uh, just got to do a little shout out to Yeti Tep once again. This is a, a weekly occurrence. He is still top of the football betting podcast, Fantasy Football League, and he's opening a nice little gap of about 40 points. 40 uh, points? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I get that in about two weeks at the minute. Yeah. Just like to also point out that Mr. Walker over here is uh, struggling down in 21st place out of 28. <laughs> <laughs> That is so bad. That is so. I'm not going to be able to play next year. Uh, however, when you when you're above Johan Cruyff, everything is all good. Yeah. Well. Uh... Although, although we did laugh at Johan's uh, team selections the other week, he got 82 points. 
It did help that he had Aguero as his captain who got him 40. But, you know, yeah. So, really, 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 really interesting little league hotting up. We got almost 30 teams in it. We got 27 and one pending. Kangaroo Express is welcome pending. Welcome to the league, to the Kangaroo league, Express. So. But yeah, welcome, Kangaroo. It's really depressing because I thought I had a great week last week. I got 73 points. I think, oh, yeah, battered it. And then I look at this podcast league and I see people have got 101, 90, 83. Yeah. Not, and it just knocks Nile me McNally, right back down to of Aguero, Lukaku. He's got Silva, Gross, Mkhitaryan, Salah. It's just, it's witchcraft. My team is bloody crap in compared to them. Yeah. Absolutely I, rubbish. I think, how have you managed to get that team with the money you've got? Have you not, <laughs> yeah, got I a loan know, out from I'm, the bank or something? I just question my decisions. <laughs> Why did I have Marcus Rashford as captain? What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I, I just need to, you know, I need to sort this out because I can't finish... I can't get relegated. I can't get relegated <laughs> off my own podcast. <laughs> we'll make a rule now. We'll make a rule. If you finish in the bottom three, you're not allowed to play next year. <laughs> there we go. That's a new rule I've just made up. Yeah. Well, won't be seeing you next year then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, great show again. Really appreciate everyone who listens. Uh, numbers are beyond anything that we could imagine. Uh, so we really appreciate it. But that is that for this week. So it's a thank you from me. Yeah, and a big, big thank you from me. And uh, I'll see you next week and good luck for the weekend. All the best, guys. Happy hunting. See ya.